Welcome to Equippers Church Dunedin. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy. For more information, check out equipperschurch.com. How's everyone's Easter doing? Everyone doing good? Hopefully you had, uh, you were able to celebrate on having Friday off. Good, good Friday. Jesus died on the cross and now we're at Sunday. Resurrection Sunday. Who's had Easter egg hunts already? Hunts. Has anyone found? Uh, uh, by the way, I think the, there's a whole lot of Easter eggs spread out through the building that um, there's no chance of you finding because Kids Church is currently looking for them. And uh, anyway, but there will be chocolate later on after the service. And yeah, um, welcome to church. My name is Will. It's great to have you here, especially if you are visiting or this is the um, first time you've been in church for a little while. We want to say welcome. It's great to have you here. And, um, and as Desiree was saying, our heart is that you'll know the love of Jesus Christ. And this morning is all about Jesus. Amen. Uh, God, he is a good God. Um, but I wanted, I, I sat down um, the, the other day and I was just thinking about what is, what is Easter? What is Easter to you? And for some, some people, uh, Easter is a long weekend. Awesome. That's great. But, uh, you know, it's, it's for us, some, some of you have got kids, it's the start to two weeks of the school holidays. Everyone, uh, okay. Um, there's chocolate, Easter eggs, hunt. Um, anyone celebrate Easter like we do? We always have a roast lamb. Anyone? Okay, a couple of people, just, all right, cool. Who wants to be invited to our house to have roast lamb? A few more hands. Uh, hands, not hams. All right. Um, we did it on Friday. Sorry, you have to wait till next year. All right. Um, spending time with family. Hopefully you get to see family or ring family. Um, it's, it's all about faith for, um, for myself. Faith is about remembering and, and what Jesus did. And he died on the cross and rose again and for my sin. I, I know he died for your sin as well, but Easter reminds me of my sin and what Jesus took away from my life, the penalty of my sin. Someone Easter might be a little bit about attending church for the first time this year, and that's cool. No problem with attending church for the first time this year, but guess what? Jesus died on the cross, not for attendance, but for relationship. Yeah. So I don't want to offend you straight away, but I want to tell you there's so much more. So much more. So I want to tell you uh, a little bit of a story this morning. Is that okay? Yeah. I, want to, um, I want to tell you a story, and I want to start with this passage of Scripture out of Luke chapter 23. And it says this, one of the criminals hanging beside, verse 39, one of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed, so you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it. Have you ever asked Jesus to prove it? No, no way. <laughs> prove it. And pr- prove it by saving yourself and us too while, while, while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, don't you fear God even when you have been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes. But this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said to Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you, not maybe, possibly, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. This is the start of, 
of a story that's the start of 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 part of the resurrection, a part of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. He's 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 on the cross, and he's got a criminal each side of him. And on one side, you've got this guy saying, "Prove it," and you're on the other side, you've got this guy, "Lord, remember me as you come into your kingdom." And then in the middle, you've got the answer of Jesus Himself, and He says, "I assure you, you will be with me." In paradise. I want to tell you a story, as I said this morning, and, and spoiler alert, I'm going to tell you the ending first. Who hates it when you go, hey, you've got to see this movie, and they tell you what happens. Oh, I've got to tell you what happens because knowing the ending holds you through the story just a little bit. In Luke, in Luke chapter 15, there's, this, there's, there's Jesus telling a whole lot of parables. About the lost coin and the lost sheep, and this is the end of near the end of the parable of the lost son. And so, there's, there's been a whole lot of things that have been lost. And this this parable about the lost son who who actually has a moment. He has a moment, a little bit like the thief on the cross that turns to Jesus and says, "Lord, remember me as you come into your kingdom." This, this son has a moment. He's probably had other moments, which he did have other moments, where he's like, Look, Father, just give me my inheritance so I can do whatever I want to do. A little bit like the criminal on the other side of, the, of Jesus. But he has this moment, and he comes, and he comes back, and he says, you know what? I need you, Lord. I need the Father. And he says this. So he comes back to the Father, and he says, Father, I've sinned against you and I've sinned against heaven. But the father's response is this. I have, um, he says, his son said to him, Father, I've sinned against both heaven and you, and I'm no longer worthy of being called your son. But his father said to the servants, quick, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet and kill the calf we have been fattening. We must celebrate with a feast for the son of mine was dead and now has returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So the party began. Who loves that scripture? So the party began. The party began because someone turned to Jesus. Who, who, who likes to party? We like to party. Come on, people. Do we like to party? Uh, I go, uh, some people celebrate more about someone scoring a rugby try than, than Jesus dying on the cross. Who likes to party? We like to, and I know us, us, us deep, um, very conservative Southern people. But I don't know about you, but there's got to be a moment in our lives that we, we let loose just a little bit to party about something that, that is worthy of being uh, partying about. And I don't know about you, but I'm pretty thankful about my salvation. I'm really, I'm actually quite thankful about it. If you, I don't have time to share a whole lot of my story, but I'm the first Christian in my family. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. Yeah, I'm, I'm still on a massive journey because I'm nowhere near perfect. Just ask my family. They, they, they're like a list as long as, you know, the run out of ink. But, but we're still on a journey. But I'm thankful of my salvation. I, I think we've got to learn how to party just a little bit. But I want to take you on a little story this morning, a little spoiler alert. I've told you the ending. The ending is that we party. All right, the ending, ending is that you're going to party this afternoon. You, I'm going to tell you, you're going to party. We, we've got hot cross buns, 
and hot dogs, because hot goes together. I don't know, we got candy floss and bouncy castles and face painting for the adults. <laughs> I don't know, maybe not. But we, we're going to have some level of celebration. We're going to party. We're going to have fun. We're going to have joy. But, it, but I want to go back and I want to tell you a little bit of a story. Paul writes this. Paul, one of the probably the most famous apostles in, in the New Testament, writes a whole lot of letters to a whole lot of different places, a whole lot of churches, because he wants to tell a story. And, but he, doesn't, he leaves the, the answer to the end, where I've given you the spoiler alert. But I want to I wanna start off with a story. And, and he wants to tell the story to the, the church or in, in, in Rome. And he, so he wrote a whole book on, to the church in Rome. And it's called Romans. <laughs> uh, just, just seeing if you can put two and two together. Like if he wrote a, wrote a letter to uh, the Dunedin, He'd call it Dunners or something like that. I don't know. He'd, he'd write a letter. There's memes going around right now and, and, and that, that um, if Paul was around today, he would probably write a letter to our nation or our country. Why? Because there's a whole lot of stuff that needs to be fixed in it anyway. Um, but letters are educational. Letters are stories to tell us how to live our lives well and, and according to how Jesus would want the best for us. But the story in, in, in Romans, and maybe you've heard about this, but it's called the, the Romans Road, if you're wanting to help people understand the story of the good news. Because it is good news. Why, why is it good news? Because we get to party. Yeah. Remember the spoiler alert here. Yeah. The spoiler alert is we party and we're free. But in Romans chapter 3, verses 23, I've got to start at the beginning just a little bit. And don't just remember the spoiler alert, all right? Don't don't throw don't throw rocks at the messenger here, because I've told told you what happens at the end. But the, the Romans chapter three twenty three just says this: For all of us have sinned. Mm. Now you're glad I told you the spoiler alert, right? For all of us have sinned. We've all fallen short of the God's glorious standard. All of us have. Just like the sun in Luke chapter 15, we've all done our own thing. We've all gone our own way. We've all fallen short of God's glorious standard. In, in Ephesians chapter 2, it says this. It was described, Paul describes it to the church in Ephesus. He says, once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins, you used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers of the unseen world, he is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very, our very nature, we, have, we were subjected to God's anger, just like every one of us. Hey, friends, I want to tell you this morning, we get the spoiler alert, we get the end, but the end only becomes because of some of the stuff that happens before. We are, there has to be an acknowledgement. There is, there is sin in the world. There is sin in my life. There is sin in your life. And it, all of us have sinned. I'm not, I'm not expecting some amens here. It's okay. But we've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. If you've been invited along by a friend this morning, please don't hate on me. 
Because I've told you the spoiler alert. We're going to party. But we party because we realize a few things. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. We've all led in our own life, our own, in that nature that draws us away from God. And I, wanna, I, wanna, I want us to just think about that just a little bit. I'm not trying to put it heavy on anyone. But would you probably agree that there's areas that we've, we've done, there's been sin in our life that has separated us from Jesus. Next thing is we move on in the story and on the Romans road, as they call it, in Romans chapter 5, verse 8. But God, who's, who's glad for a but God? Who's glad for a but God? But God showed His great love. But God showed His great love for us by sending Jesus to die for us while we were still sinners, while we were still mucking up, while we're still making a mess of our life sometimes, while we're still making bad decisions, while we're still doing our own thing. God sent His Son, Jesus. Why? Because He loves you. He loves me. He loves you. I love it, but God. In, in Ephesians, it carries on in the same, same in Ephesians chapter 2. But God, verse 4, is so rich in mercy, and He loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, He gave us life when He raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For, we, for he raised us from the dead alone, along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because we are united in Christ Jesus. But God loved us so much. But, but, but God showed his great love for us. I, I want to tell you this morning, you are a sinner. We are a sinner. We have sin in our life. But God loves us. But God loves you. But God loves you so much. The most famous scripture in all the Bible, John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son so that whoever would believe in Him would not perish but have everlasting eternal life with Jesus. The love of God is, is too big to, to, to understand so, sometimes. But as we go on the story, yeah, we've got to acknowledge that there's, there has been sin in our life and that separates us from God. But God's love is so great. But God showed His great love for us. And as we keep going through Paul's letter and get to the point, and even in Romans chapter 6, Paul then pulls it back a little bit. And he just he, he slows things down again. And he goes, hey, verse 6, Verse 23, it says, But for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. See, see Paul, Paul starts the story off. Remember I've told you the spoiler alert. Paul started the story off and it's like, hey, every one of us, not one, not some, we're not gonna like the not gonna take Everyone, anyway, we're not going to separate. Everyone, all of us have sinned. Then God loves us so much. But there's a, there's a price to pay for our sin. Paul's telling a story here. He's like, hey, everyone's sinned. God loves us so much. But there is a price to pay. There was, there's an atonement for our sin. It was just not that God loves us. No, sin separates us. For the wages of sin is death. As, 
hey, come on, this is Easter Sunday. We've we got to highlight exactly what Jesus has done for us. We've got to celebrate what Jesus has done for us. Not, not many people like hearing this sometimes. It's just the slow part in the movie, eh? It's, like, it's, the, it's the part where you can quickly get up and go boil the jug and have another cup of herbal tea or something like that. But, but here it's for the wages of sin of death, but the free gift. It's a free gift of God is eternal life through faith in Christ Jesus, our Lord. I wonder, have you ever done some work and not been paid for it when you were expected to be paid for it? My very first perk job as a builder, I went and I listened to the person. She said, I want you to cut the hedge back to here. I looked very clearly and I want you to do this and I want you to build a fence and me and my mate, we thought, yeah, we've got this. And I said, I said, hey, can you just cut the hedge back a little bit to my friend? And, uh, and I went over here and I did this other job. I came back. Who knows that I should have said, can you cut the hedge back to here? I just said, can you cut the hedge back? Instead of cutting it back to here, he cut it back to here. And I never, we ne- in, long story short, we never got paid for that job. But the wages of sin is death. And, and, and this morning I want to remind us that something, someone had to pay. Someone had to pay for my sin. Someone had to pay for your sin. Someone had to pay for our sin. But the great thing is, is we know as we go along the story, remember I've told you the spoiler alert, is that in Romans chapter 8, it says, so there is, now, so there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Con, isn't that exciting this morning? That there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus, for those who have received, those who have asked Jesus, those who have by faith put their hope and their trust in Jesus, those who have accepted that He died on the cross and He rose again to take away the penalty of our sin. There is no condemnation now. Even though that we are, we're still living our life and we still get things wrong, the Bible says that we paid for, Jesus paid for our sin from our past, hallelujah, from our present and in our future. He's paid the price. He's paid the penalty for all of our sin. There's, the Bible says there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. No condemnation. In 1 John 1, 7, it says, But if, you are, if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other, and the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. When Jesus died on the cross, it was His blood that cleansed us from all of our sin. That's something to be thankful about this morning. There is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Now we're nearing the ending of our story. and In Romans chapter 10, verse 9, it says this, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. Are you prepared to openly declare that Jesus is Lord? That He, and it believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead. Because if you are, guess what? You'll be saved. It's a little bit like that, that son and 
Luke chapter 15, he's like, oh man, what am I? You read the story. He's, he's hanging out in the pig pen eating, eating the pig food. Like, just getting a bit low in life. And there was a moment when he had this, this revelation in his spirit. He's like, man, I've messed up. And he walks back to the father and what does he start doing? He starts openly declaring. He said, Father, I've sinned against you and I've sinned against heaven. Are you willing to openly declare that Jesus is Lord of your life? I know many people in this room have. What a great thing. And that's why we get to celebrate. But as a church, isn't this the greatest story we could ever tell? Isn't this the story that we want to share with our family, share with our workmates? Share with one another. You're like, this is, this is, this is, sometimes that can be challenging. Maybe just invite them along and bring them and bring people along to church because I'll tell the story. We'll tell the story as a church. Why? Because we like to party. We, we like hot cross buns. We like hot dogs. We like candy floss. We, we like, well, what are the other things happening this morning? We like chocolate there. We like to party. But it all comes down to, from a declaration out of your heart and out of your spirit. Yeah, and you know, the rest of the, a lot of the rest of the New Testament that Paul writes is just trying to teach people now to learn and live with each other. That's really what it's about. One, number one, you need to declare Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Number two, figure out life and how to be patient and tolerant with each other. That, that's the two main themes. But I want to encourage you today, give your life to Jesus. Uh, you know, it goes on in, uh, in, in Revelation chapter 12. I love this. And we've shared this scripture before, but um, we're sharing verse 12 as well. Revelation 12, 11 to 12, it says, And they have defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and their testimony, the speaking, the declaring. So that Jesus' blood never fails, but the speaking and declaring. And they did not love their lives so much and they, and they, that they were afraid to die. Therefore, rejoice, O heavens, and you who live in the heavens, rejoice. You know, the Bible actually says that when one person declares Jesus as their Lord and Savior, there's a party going on in heaven. I don't know about you, and I don't know what your thoughts are about. Is like, what are we going to do when we get to heaven? Well, I'm going to go to the salvation room because that's the, that's the party room. The, the, our job in the party room is to wait. Is that, oh, that, hey, another one. Come on, party. Another person. Oh, come on, party. Another person. Come on, party. Oh, yeah, high five, Gabriel. High five, Michael. Come on, Jesus, up top. There's a party. Oh, so serious. Yeah, come on, party. They're like, hurry up, we want a party. Declare with your mouth. Music team, you guys can jump up. Bring some like Eye of the Tiger or something. I don't know. There's a party. The party is like, there, but there, there, there's, there's a storyline to get to the party, friends. 
we don't just do church for the fun of doing church. Because let's just be honest. If there wasn't the gospel, would we really have the patience to learn how to live with one another? But the gospel is the deepest, deepest foundation of love and grace that we could ever try and live our lives on. And you've got to understand that it comes from what Jesus is in your life first. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. But God showed His grace, great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners, while we're still messing up. We're still messing up. But Jesus' blood atoned, paid the price, paid the penalty for our sin. Now there's no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus. How do you know if you belong to Jesus? Well, have you asked Him to be your Lord and Savior? Have you thanked Him for dying on the cross? Have you declared, have you spoken it with your mouth? You know, we always do baptism service on Easter Sunday night. Why? Because we want to hear their declaration. You know, sometimes it's a little bit scary and it's a little bit nervous. But baptisms is another step of just saying, Lord, I want to give you my life. And He gave His life so that we may have life. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church Dunedin. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out equipuschurch.com.